Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to The Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... What to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I do hear you this time, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A&D. And subbing in, my co-host today is uh, the man, the myth, the reality. Q Flow, Flow the Rookie. What is going on, YouTube? We are here. Yes, exactly. We are here, and we have a huge weekend, which since now that WWE has concluded that Money in the Bank is part of their big pay-per-view, so we have like a big five going on now, kind of like when we had King of the Ring back in the day. So we got a huge weekend of WWE and NXT coming right at us. So a lot to talk about on this podcast, but before we talk about any of that, I got to pay the bills, and I got to give a shout-out to Spacious Productions. Make sure you guys check out Spacious Productions and their website, and the link will be posted in the description below. Check out their Mark and Dark show, which comes on every uh, every weekend. I don't know the exact date, but it does come on. Check out their show. And also, we are all on the podcast apps. If you have an Android, we're on Stitcher. If you have an iPhone, we're on iTunes. Then we have Google Play, Speaker, SoundCloud. We're on all that great stuff. And if you listen to us on YouTube, listen to us on YouTube as well. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. If you got YouTube Red, that works out. I heard that works out really great as well, too. So Yes, it does. Yes, yes it does. So y'all can listen to us on all types of these platforms because we are everywhere now and we are expanding. So... That's all great and stuff right now. So today, oh, oh, let me get this out the way. Like I said, to all the people that have been watching the videos throughout the week, that it, it I'm getting married in two weeks. So the, oh. all the all the nerd coalition is going to be there, every last one of them, because you know I bring it family only to this wedding. So every last one of them is going to be there. So there will be not that much nerd coalition going on within the next like uh two to three weeks so we are going to have a lot of bulk episodes that's going to be going up i know a lot of people seen the moves that make me go holy shit or the dbx that's going on and we're going to be putting up especially on the weekend of the wedding putting up some like retro style podcasts and talk about old wrestling pay-per-views or something like that something special for you guys to listen to especially while i am going to be on vacation and my honeymoon and things of that nature so, yes, make sure y'all be on the lookout for that. So, I'm getting that out the way right now. And this podcast here, like I said, all the Raw and SmackDown reviews that people be looking for in early in the mornings, that's not coming back until after July 6th. That's when you come back? 
No, or I'm or that's why I come back from the honeymoon, and then that that following Monday is when I'm going to start putting the raw SmackDown actual reviews up on like Tuesday and Wednesday morning again. Okay, okay. Yeah, because in the meantime, I'm only going to talk about Raw and SmackDown on the podcast, but then after the wedding and and uh, the honeymoon is done, I'll go back to putting them at, them up as regular reviews. NXT will still just be reviewed here on the podcast. But uh, we're going to just go mostly to today's podcast is going to be just purely predictions about what's going on at NXT TakeOver Chicago, which takes place while the time you listen to this podcast tonight, right on the WWE Network. We got an awesome card, not as awesome as TakeOver New Orleans, but we do got some really good matches. One standout match I really can't wait for. And we have Money in the Bank, which is tomorrow on Sunday. Now, that looks like to be a decent card. Both cards have potential to just wipe out the weekend when it comes to wrestling. So, I'm hoping that they do that. But uh, we're going to start off here with NXT TakeOver Chicago. Are you excited for that, Q-Flow? I mean, I, I didn't know it was tonight. Oh, I'm yeah. very excited because now I got something to watch. Exactly. So... We uh yeah we got, got something to watch I I I really I really can't wait for it so let's uh go down the match listings of what we have we have a five match card here and uh, these matches like I, there are two that are really uh I'm really looking forward to and two of them that I'm really intrigued of how they're going to do and one that I really just kind of am not sold for but we're gonna just get right into it anyway so uh the first match we're gonna talk about here is. The Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong, because Bobby Fish is still injured, is taking on the team of Orny Lorkin and Danny Burch. We've seen Lorkin and Burch finally, Danny Burch signed a full-time contract, so he's there full-time, one of the UK guys. I actually like the team of him and Danny, uh, him and Orny Lorkin together. They had an awesome... Quick, quick question. Yeah. Are they the, are they, because I haven't, I haven't been keeping up with NXT, I've been slipping. Um, are they the ones who, te- who tagged up with, uh... Pete Dunn? With Pete Dunn? Yes, they are the ones that have right, Pete Dunn. All right. And they had that six man tag that they, they beat. Yeah. Yeah, so uh Rowry's been going pretty strong here. I am kind of disappointed that there's no Adam Cole versus Pete Dunn on this show because he's a new North American championship, a uh, new North American and champion. And hasn't defended the belt. At all. I mean, he had that <laughs> one uh, title defense against uh, like a jobber, I believe it was, uh, a couple months ago, uh, a couple weeks ago, or months, a uh, m- couple months ago. But it hasn't it hasn't really gotten any shine. I'm like that yeah. was the point of being a secondary title was to get it some shine. So I'm hope hopefully after this takeover, leading into takeover Brooklyn, it gets like some shine. I, yeah, I, I don't I don't need Adam Cole on his Brock Lesnar type time, man. Exactly, as good as we, he is. We love you out here. Yeah. So who do you have winning between the Undisputed Era and Orny Lorcan and Danny Burch? Oh, I got the Undisputed Era. Yes. I, I don't see them losing. I don't see them losing no time soon. Exactly. I got them too. One because of a biased reason of points. Well, yeah, it's your points. Yeah, because <laughs> I definitely need them, especially how uh, Kyle O'Reilly definitely lost to Pete Dunne this past week on NXT, and I was like, I I knew he was going to lose when they when they said he was going to put the UK Championship up online. But could you imagine all undisputed era having all the belts? That'd be wild. That would be wild. That that I mean, I don't know if they're gonna actually go down that down that way, but you know, you can. Uh, it's only four of them, and you can't get all the belts because there's no woman part of the team. And uh, I don't know. It, I, I'm kind of curious though. 
But yeah, I have. You know uh, what though? I would like to see that though. Now that you brought that to my attention, I would low key like to see that. I mean, it would be an interesting storyline. You have you have Adam Cole as the NXT champion, and you can have uh, Kyle Riley and Bobby Fisher. He gets back. Have them as a tag team. Have Roderick Strong as the North American or UK. Or you can have Adam Cole keep both belts. I mean, or get one in Colorado. Yeah. It doesn't matter, but yeah. I, I would like to see that. I mean, I'm sure they could they could find a woman. I'm I'm pretty sure there's a, a couple indies indie women coming over. So exactly. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go by order of interest for me, and uh, I'm gonna do Shayna Baszler takes on Nikki Cross for the NXT Women's Championship. So, uh, who do you have and how do you think the match is going to shake out? I got Shayna Baszler winning. Um, just like just like with the Undisputed Era, she ain't losing this belt no time soon. Um, especially because she, she's being pushed the way I want Ronda to be pushed, but whatever. Um, yeah. I, to be honest, I don't think this match is going to be good. You know, I, I, I'm, very, I, I, I'm very scared of it. It's different, though. I, Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no. All I was saying was it's a it's a different type of match. It's different, so I give points on it for being different. But I don't know how good of a like masterpiece is going to be. I don't think it's going to be like Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler Part Two, which I thought was a really right. good match. That was a good match. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think they get a solid. I think they're going to get a solid 10 minutes, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm going to take my – I think it'll be a decent match. I'll say that. I'm not going to shit on it because it ain't like they're terrible wrestlers. I I just don't see the point. I mean, I don't know. No, but I mean – But I, Shayna, Shayna Baszler is winning this, though. But I, I do agree with you because it's not that, that – it's not because they're bad wrestlers or anything of that nature. It's that their styles don't mix well. Shayna Baszler has that – uh, UFC brawler submissions type style where Nikki Cross is basically like the crazy woman that just gonna does any that does anything to win. Her style is more like hardcore style matches, or you know, I'm not have I don't expect somebody like her to have those kind of masterpieces. She's not like a a Dean Ambrose for women because Dean Ambrose could have both good matches no matter what kind they are. So, right, I uh. I got yeah, I got definitely Shayna winning, but I have Shayna winning by making Nikki Cross tap uh pass out because she's too crazy pass to tap. Out. Yeah, she's too too crazy to tap out. Yeah. Uh, then uh now we're going to some matches that I am bringing interest into. Uh, Alistair Black takes on Lars Sullivan for the NXT Championship, and now at first I was like. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this matchup, but then you know I like the segment they had uh, last week when Lars actually grabbed his foot from doing the black mask. From the black mask, that yeah. was cool. I like that. That was cool. And then I'm like, okay, so maybe this can be a good match. He has a chance. And then I seen NXT this past weekend, uh, this past week, and then Lars trash trashes Alistair Black, which only means that Black is getting the win at Takeover. I figured. I mean, I had black winning anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, well, I was being biased because of points. Because of your points, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I was kind of like, hey, if Lars can pull this out and win the championship, I give me that bonus. T- yeah, because I'm you, like, you, you know, know he wasn't. You know he wasn't. <laughs> you know he he was. I mean, but they are very high on Alistair Black, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, okay, well, because I, I I I can't see this at. I want to say it's a one off because at first people was thinking, well, hey. 
after Lars is done, Giant Gargano could be next in line to go against Alistair Black for the championship. But I'm thinking about it. I don't think Gorgano's going to be done with Ciampa, and I'll get to that in a second. And I also think <clears throat> Gorgano got somebody else to deal with. I'll get to in a mm-hmm. second. Yeah. I know, I, know, I know who you're talking about. Exactly. Yep. So I, I don't see Gorgano or any of those people in the in the conversation yet. Now, I'm sitting there thinking, like, and I don't think they want to do it. I just don't know. Maybe, maybe <clears throat> like, Lars could be a bridge where maybe he wins it and then Black wins it back from him. I can see that happening. But uh, I, I, I don't know. But right now, Alistair Black is my pick. I don't know if he's going to win by pinfall. But he got to do something, like, really sick to, like, lay Lars Sul- uh, Sullivan out. Yeah. I I see some. I see a special Black match coming. I don't know how. But it's going to be a mean one. Because, cause, I mean, Lars is a big dude. So you're going to have to kick him in the head a couple times, man. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be, like, back to back to back to back for that. Yeah. Uh, now, of course, the match that we know that uh, a lot of people have been waiting. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we go to that, does Alistair Black have a, su- a submission move? You know what? He, he okay, as Tommy in his indie days, and they gave it to him on 2K18, he would have a cutter and do like a, a, a reverse dragon sleeper with one arm. That was one of his submission moves he used, so I could see him probably pulling that out. Yeah, yeah I can see him because cool. I mean, like, because you're gonna have to like black mask him a couple times, but you're gonna have to make him tap or something. Because I mean, like I said, Lars is Lars is a big dude, man. So you gonna have to pull off the tools, man. You got you, you gonna have to pull out everything. So I'm, I'm curious to see how they're gonna do the match, especially with him getting trashed like every single week. But now, yeah. now, now the last two matches, the ones I'm just so excited for. Uh, first one is the Velveteen Dream. Takes on Ricochet. Now Man. there is there's a lot of things going on with that, and people are keep saying you know this first first of all Velveteen Dream it seems like never had a bad feud in NXT. That's because he know how to yo he know how to sell these fights, man. Is it and I mean even the one with Cash's Ono he got people excited about. And I was like, yeah. this. And I was like, and that was the one that was here in Philly. So I was like, okay. Now the one with him and Ricochet. First of all, Ricochet's a mean brother. I'm telling you that right now. That dude is. That dude is talented. It's very talented. Blessed. Talented. Them, yes. And uh, he uh, that 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 helo flip on his feet over the top rope and Velveteen oh selling that. I'm like. Now, I don't know if you got that in your bag, Velveteen. I'm not saying you do or you don't. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying if you want to show something at a uh, in uh takeover, I don't mind watching. But uh this okay, I am curious to know what do you think is going to happen who's winning this matchup? Um See, here's here's my thing. All right. Cause Velveteen, like, even though, I, like, I, oh my god, that flip, that flip sold me, like, and that's crazy that that's all Ricochet really had to do. Yep. For real, for real. Cause, <laughs> but um, ah, I see Ricochet. See, I don't want Velveteen Dream to lose. Like, I don't want to count him out or anything. But it's like, I, I for some reason, I just don't see him winning. Uh-huh. I just don't see him winning. So right now, I'm you, not gonna be. You yeah. lean towards Ricochet then. I'm I'm leaning towards Ricochet. 
I'm leaning towards Rick. But Velveteen, see, he, and it's crazy because it ain't like it's gonna kill his kill his push. The dude's a star, man. Like he he he, he kind of got the New Day thing going for me, for me personally. It's kind of yeah. like the New Day thing. It's like yeah, you can lose, but you 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 don't lose your your star power. Is in a, in a sense, honestly, I think that natural like, Alistair Black made him. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's like it's like you don't. It's like even though. He, He's been like, even though he, I don't know, I haven't seen him win in a while. It's like he, he's not going anywhere but up. It's like every new few, it's like each few, he just does better and better. Promo with the wrestling and and all that, like. But for some reason, I, I just see Ricochet going over on this one. Now here's my thing. At first, I was just like, there's no way Ricochet can lose this matchup. But I sat there and I actually thought about it, and I'm not being biased because of points, but I'm being serious here. Now, I'm you have Velveteen? Like, I do have Velveteen. Oh, my God. Yes, I have Velveteen <laughs> Dream. I have a lot of NXT people. So, I'm sitting there like, okay, Velveteen Dream has been losing. And it has not changed his stock in anything. If you go all the way back to Aleister Black, I don't think Velveteen Dream won a match against Aleister Black. I mean, he won probably a match against a couple of jobbers, but he lost a ladder match. He lost a match to Giant Gorgano. He lost, you know, there's a couple of things he's, like, lost. And but you know he's still hot. People still love the Velveteen Dream, even though he's a heel. And I'm like, uh-huh. now if Ricochet beats Velveteen Dream, that's it. And then Dream goes on to something else. Ricochet goes on to something else. I don't think this feud is over. I think you can really get about two matches out these guys, or it can even be something where. This is like the first chapter where it spirals into maybe take over Brooklyn for SummerSlam because you only got a month gap from that to go into them all in like a fatal four way or something for the North American Championship. That's a possibility. Yeah, I like that. I can see, see, I can see Ricochet winning and Alistair Black and uh, Velveteen Dream could just be like, like doing some weird like stalking type stuff. And distracting them during his fights and all that, leading into number two. Yeah, now, the way I think the match is going to go, I'm only going by the storytelling aspect of it. It's like, the, the story is, Velveteen Dream keeps saying, anything you can do, the Dream can do better. No matter if you flip or flop, as long as you flop, or as long as you do it behind the Velveteen Dream. So, the story is, can the Velveteen Dream show something off to the crowd to let him know that I'm on the same level as Ricochet? And my answer is no. But that's not what a heel does. A heel does not try to match what the face can do. He tries to outsmart the face. So the whole matchup went... Because I didn't think they would have an incredible match. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so no matter what happens there, I think that it's going to be more of the Velveteen Dream is going to get a screwy finish. On Ricochet because he's going to outsmart him. Ricochet is going to bite the bullet. He's going to be hook, line, and sinker. He's going to be more focused on showing off what he can do because that's what that's what the story is. Where Velveteen Dream is thinking two steps ahead of that, and all he thinks about is winning. Even in his promo, he said, "You call yourself the king. Well, the king, you know, there, there's nobody out there for the king to face. There is no competition for him, but for the prince, you know." The, the will to win, the hunger is there. So I'm like, you know what? He's giving these little subtle clues. He's been losing <laughs> since Alistair Black. I'm like, I have Velveteen Dream winning, not cleanly, 
because he's a heel. But I do have him winning, not no interference, but like a rolling of the tights, whether it be like a, a now maybe Ricochet can win by a DQ, but I don't think NXT really does DQ finishes. They really just have yeah. a straight out match. I can see Velveteen Dream winning dirty or had like I can see. Honestly, now now that you put that in perspective, I can see Ricochet going through some crazy, stupid high spot, dangerous high spot, messing up, and and one, two, three. Like, I I can see him if if if, if anything, I see him winning clean. Is yeah, because you know the, the because thing Ricochet is Ricochet fucked up. Exactly, and the thing is, if Ricochet loses, it's not gonna mess up his momentum at all, neither. But the, but the nah. but the the, the, the say that. It's the same with the Velveteen Dream, but the thing is, the Velveteen Dream has been losing more than he's been winning since November. So, yeah. with that being said, it's like, okay, time to get him some wins under the belt. Because ever since Ricochet came in here, he, he's been getting wins unless it was like he got screwed over by Velveteen Dream uh, at a, when it was the handicap match against Lars Sullivan. And no matter what part of WWE does this, whether it's Triple H or NXT or Vince... Ricochet shut the game down with that flip over the top rope. Velveteen Dream has to retaliate somehow. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think I got Velveteen Dream winning this match, the first one. And I think they, they either do a second match on NXT or they go all the way to take over Brooklyn or they're all in a multi-man match for that North American Championship. But I have, I have Velveteen Dream winning this matchup. Okay. Main event time. Main event time. Main event time. So main event is of course Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gorgano in a Chicago street fight. And you know what? Until I seen NXT this past week, I just realized that it's been one year where since Ciampa turned on Gorgano in Chicago. I didn't even pay attention to that. <laughs> So if you go back last year at NXT TakeOver Chicago, that's when DIY broke up and Ciampa turned on Gorgano. And now we got one year later, like it comes full circle, we got a Chicago street fight in Chicago where it happened. Where it all started, yep. Where it all started. I'm just like, okay. Now, rumor was it was going to be a last man standing match, but since WWE is doing last man standing with Nakamura and AJ... That's why they turned into a Chicago Street Fight because everybody was like, well, it's kind of the same because the unsanctioned match, but the way they're going to book it is that I think it's going to be more weapon use. Mm-hmm. I think there may be some blood because Chopper was I bleeding. Think we get, yeah, I think we're getting blood. And For sure. Who? How do you have it playing out and who do you have winning this matchup? Um, uh, last time... I seen these two in the ring. I rooted against Gargano, man. I was wrong. Yes, you do, because I, I got proof of that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. I was wrong. I was wrong. But you know what? Tommaso Ciampa, still gonna, he's going to win this one. He's going to win this one. It's a Chicago street fight. He don't play fair. He's going to win this one. You know what's crazy? Because Candice LeRae going. Wait, that's his wife, right? Yeah. Candice LeRae yeah, is yeah, trying, yeah, trying right. Yeah, she's going, she's going to ruin it. She, well, I mean, she's not gonna ruin it. Like, oh man, why she get involved? Like, she's gonna ruin it for Johnny. Tommaso gonna be, he gonna be the asshole heel that he is. He gonna use that to his advantage, and he gonna win. I'm rooting Tommaso Ciampa for the win, man. Okay, I agree with you, but I gotta plan out a little bit differently. I, cause I don't think it's Candice LeRae 
that messes up Gorgano. I think it's EC3. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I that's think right. when yeah. EC three had that match against uh, what was his name? I don't remember. Uh, Dijak, and uh, he and Gar- yeah, yeah, Garo came, came out and said the Street Fighter is official, and he he ruined EC 3s match. He was looking you don't, at him you like EC three shine, man. You don't, and I'm just like, oh, okay. I think I like where it's going because then you set up a secondary feud after this rivalry is over, and I think uh. EC3 screws over Johnny Gargano and then Tommaso Ciampa gets to win there. Now, me personally, I was like, okay, if they if Johnny wins the first match, which is the unsanctioned one, and then Tommaso wins the street fight, you gotta have a rubber match. Now, I was like, y'all, you can put them in Hell in a Cell at Brooklyn. Put the first ever Hell in a Cell inside NXT, mm-hmm. put it I'm for that. Yeah, I'm for it. Besides, if, especially if if you do it at Brooklyn, you don't have to worry about being at Full Cell University. You can do it at the arena and do the first ever Hell in the Cell for the NXT brand, Ciampa Gorgano, the final encounter. Because I'm just like, if Ciampa wins this, you have to have a rubber match. And maybe uh-huh. EC3 can be the carryover to that rubber match to Brooklyn. But I, 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 in my heart, I still think Ciampa wins it this way. But it's due to EC3. Candice LeRae may come out. And it may be a thing where they try to repeat the same spot, but she catches herself. Or John Gargano makes sure he catches her so it won't, uh, so he won't knock her down again. And then Ciampa gets like a roll-up. But then Organo kicks out. Like, you know you know how they build drama in NXT. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we thought Candice LeRae was going to be the one to screw him. Be like, no. Don't forget about EC3. That's what they want. That's why they ain't talk about it. And I, that's what I think happens. And then Ciampa comes out. And then Ciampa does whatever Ciampa does and beats Gorgano. Then from from June to July, we have Gorgano and EC3 going at it. And then in August, we'll take over Brooklyn 4 that we're on. Have Gorgano versus Ciampa. Hell in a Cell at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4 and have it end the rivalry. You have Giant Gorgano win. The rivalry is done. It's over. They go up to the main roster. Or he goes Why to... Why Gorgano got to win? Oh, Gorgano's no. winning this feud. Gorgano's winning this feud. He's the ultimate face. <laughs> Ciampa ain't winning. Ciampa winning the match, but Ciampa ain't winning this feud. Oh man! Ain't win. Now, uh, what now, the hell get one for one, sir? Now, but now maybe if Ciampa does win this feud, that'll be impressive. And then there, there's nothing else to do but Ciampa than to give him the title. Give him the NXT title. If you can't give him the title, then send him up. That's that's what All I would right. do. But they're keeping him there for an extra year, so I I'm really curious to see how they're gonna do that. So yeah, so that was our NXT Takeover Brooklyn predictions. Of what we think is going to happen. It sounds like a interesting card. Like I said, those two matches, Velveteen Dream and Ricochet, and the Chicago Street Fight with Gorgano Ciampa, that's what's the selling point for me on this show. That's the selling point for me. So Yeah, I'm excited to watch this, man. I am excited to watch it too. So make sure you guys check it out on the WWE Network tonight at 8 o'clock. Pre-show starts at 7 don't worry about the pre-show matches because NXT, every pre-show, the following week, they go and they uh, play the pre-show for their their episode of NXT. So, you ready to move on to Money in the Bank? Let's go. All right. So, Money in the Bank 2018 is here. And uh, 
I'm actually, I'm actually excited. How do you feel about this money in the bank? Um, um, huh? I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Okay, the thing is, to I, be honest, I am really anxious on. I mean, the money in the bank ladder matches by default should just be good. Um, the last man standing match, I'm, I'm hyped for. Uh, Seth Rollins and Elias, I think, could be pretty good. That's gonna be good. Yep, that's yeah. gonna be good. And I'm curious to see how they're gonna do the Ronda Rousey Nia Jax matchup. So uh, I am too. Um, see, see, Nia Jax started reaching, right? Everybody know I love me some Nia Jax, but she started reaching. So on her Instagram, she had posted the the screenshot of her getting put in that arm bar, right? Yeah. But it was when she was standing up, talking about some see, see y'all thought she caught me in the arm bar, but look look at her shoulders. Cause one of her shoulders was on the mat, but I'm looking like, but the other shoulder isn't down. I'm about to say so you I, guess, mean, I mean But she took her down I, though. You know what I'm saying? Like she Yeah, yeah. And she took you down. I don't know. Uh, why did that match have to happen, man? I don't know, but, but we, we will get to it. We will get to it. Yeah, let's let's, so, let's get to so it. So let's go on to, to to the to the money in the bank and see what we got here. So first off this has been, according to what I'm reading here, the pre-show for Money in the Bank will be the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Good Brothers. Uh, you don't, you don't, you can't see me, but I'm shaking my head right now. I mean, yeah, I, I, I really don't care too much about this matchup. All I mostly care about... It had no build. It had, it had no build whatsoever. And I'm like, okay, so Carl Anderson out of... Uh, the Good Brothers come in here out of nowhere and beat New Day and the Usos. Like beat my damn Usos, man. Yeah, God. so now we just have this matchup for I'm like, y'all just feeding the Bludger Brothers the uh people to destroy. And I honestly I'm just like, where's sanity? You know, where is uh-huh. some of these tag teams on like where's AOP on Raw, to be honest with you? Yeah, exactly. That's points, right? Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, no, no, it's all cool. First of all, honestly, I'm, I'm sitting here looking also at the list, and I'm like, I don't even see the Raw Tag Team Championship match over on this list. Are they doing it? Uh, they are. Why isn't it on the list? It's the B Team versus the, the Leader of Worlds. Okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna put that on there with the pre-show as well. These gonna pre-show tag teams, and uh, that's it, terrible, man. It is. Well, I had the Bludgeon Brothers winning that match, and I have uh, the B team winning the Raw Tag Team Championships. You got the B team winning? Yes. I I got the Deleters winning. I I, I I might be the only one in this, but I I kind of like what they're doing. I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I, I get it, but I know it's I know it's comic relief, but I I just like what they're doing, like when. <laughs> Whenever they were in matches and somebody did something, so they it's like wait, and they start giving a round of applause or whatever. Like yeah, the wonderful. Know. No, no, no. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, and I'm like, I'm cool with that. Here's my thing though. They don't need the belts for that. Yeah, that's true. And but... I think, and don't don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying the B team is going to shut the game down. They're not shutting the game down. But what I am going to say is that when the B team comes up. They they're gonna be fed to AOP, 
and AOPs won't take them titles. Man, that'll be a that'll be a glorious day for me as exactly. long as they do it before SummerSlam. Yep, or win at or win at SummerSlam. I, yeah, God. I'm just saying. Yeah, when AOP takes it from them, that's when I think that's what the B team is for. They're they're, they're the carryovers to get fed the tag team championships to like yeah, to the to the AOP, and so you won't make Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy look weak by I mean losing to them. So I mean, we'll see how it goes out. But that's just the pre-show stuff. Yeah, I I care. Very little about. Uh, moving on here to um, Bludgeon Brothers winning. By the way, I don't I don't know if I said my part of that. Oh yeah, no, the Bludgeon Brothers winning. So I, 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 I honestly, I want the Usos. I want the Usos to go back to that to the to the heel shit. Not this, you know, not just the the urban youth. Like go back to that heel. That I was watching a video of their past promos, and God, I had goosebumps, and my hairs were sticking up. I'm like, man, where are these Usos at? Exactly. I want them to go back to that, get them belts back, and lock down the tag division. I agree with that. I agree. They need, they need to, I'm sorry, leave Naomi alone. Please. Let, let her do her thing. You don't need Naomi. I mean, everybody knows y'all married. We ain't got to see all that. I'm just saying, just go back to, you know, heel Uso penitentiary Usos. You are allowed to have I ain't been here in a while. I had to get my side notes off. It's quite all right. Uh, moving on to, I think, which I think is going to be the opening matchup, and that's going to be Seth Rollins takes on Elias for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, I don't think, well, you, I don't think so. You don't think it's going to be the opener? Nah. Because that's going to be a, I mean, that'll be a good way to open, to start the show, but I feel like, I feel like Lashley and Zayn will be first. Who, no, that, Cause you want to get the crowd hot when you start off the show. Yeah. You got this, the crowd gotta be yeah. hot. I don't think last thing they got no build behind that match. But Seth yeah, Rollins, yeah. Oh, that'll be a quick match anyway. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, Seth I, Rollins I, got some. You know, he has great matches with anybody that he's in the ring with, and Elias is just good at what he does. And I, for some reason, I'm just like I don't see. I, at first, I was like the women's money in the bank is going to start this, and I was like, eh, maybe not. But this, but I feel like they're going to close. You think you did the women's going to close? Yep, just like they did the Royal Rumble. You know what? I, it's interesting. We'll, we'll get to that. But right now, I have Seth Rollins takes on Elias, as we've seen on this past Raw. Uh, Seth Rollins destroyed curb stomp, or excuse me, the stomp to Elias's guitar that was given to him by John Mayer, who Coach thinks is a hip hop artist. Of course. He said, "Coach gotta go, man." He said, "Like Jay Z, I'm just like, are you kidding me right now, Coach?" Coach gotta go, man. I said, "Do you know who John Mayer is?" And I was just like, "Okay, well, he gotta go." I'm just like, "I know Booker T. I, I know Booker T. feels though he's not a good commentator. He doesn't want to do it." I look, brother. I appreciate you humbling yourself, but when it comes to between Otunga and Jonathan Coachman and Byron Saxton or Percy Watson. You're the best black guy they got. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And, you know, it's about checks and championships. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> right. Yeah. Yo, uh, I'm, I'm going to start a petition, man. Bring back Booker, man. Exactly. I'm just like, because at least when it comes to the wrestling part, he knows what he's talking about. And I'm just exactly. like, I guarantee you Booker T wouldn't have said no John Mary, no hip-hop star. Like, are you kidding? Get out of here. Get out of here. But uh, I have... God, I hate Coach, man. All I, right, all right. All yeah, right. I know. It's all good. It's all good. You're not allowed to get that out. I'm going to sit here and say that uh, Seth Rollins wins this match clean as a whistle. Uh, I'm going for my going for my points. Going with Elias and Elias. Any kind of championship? Yeah. They need to... Th- like, yo, Elias is doing so well. Like, even when he loses, like, he's doing so well. Like, reward him already. Like, Seth Rollins is on a hot streak. I don't see who else... I mean, besides, uh, unless Dean Ambrose is coming back, I don't see nobody else. Like, I don't, I don't know who else could end this hot streak right now. Like, except Elias, who's on a good run. Like, but here's my issue though, because there were rumors saying that hey, they was about putting Seth Rollins against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam because Brock Lesnar never officially beat Seth Rollins, and I'm just like, huh, that would be a damn yeah. good matchup. And that whole I'm a fighting champion, I, I'm gonna defend my belt. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I would love to see that. But the problem is, they either they really want to go back to doing Roman Reigns and finish out this fucking feud, which I don't really care about. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, I'm over it. And I'm like, if they want, if if that was the plan for Rollins, then I see Elias taking the belt. He's the best one to take the belt. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to go with Roman and uh, Lesnar again at SummerSlam. So. That's why I think, because Jinder Mahal is the holdover until SummerSlam. So that's why I think yeah. that uh, Seth Rollins wins here. Now, maybe that as we get closer to SummerSlam, maybe Elias wins it at Extreme Rules. He could, I could see that. He could probably win it there. Maybe they have a ladder match or whatever the case may be, because Extreme Rules ain't what it used to be. So I'm just saying uh, maybe they have an Extreme Rules and then Seth Rollins drops the title there. But right now, I have Seth retained the title at Money in the Bank. Uh, I, I got Elias winning. Strictly off of the points, man. Strictly, you know what? I ain't even mad at you because that. Strictly off the points. All right, so let's... uh, We're going to move on to the next match. So I'm going to go with the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. And that is consisting of four women from Raw, four women from SmackDown, so, from Raw, we have Natalia, uh, Amber Moon, Sasha Banks, and Alexa Bliss. And from SmackDown, we have Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Lana, and Naomi. In my personal opinion, this match has... This is going to be... Yes. It can't yeah. fail. And I'm like, this, this ought to be better than... The match from the the women's money in the bank ladder match from last year, right? And here's my thing: I want these ladies. Now I don't want these ladies to go out there and kill themselves because it ain't because I'm just saying they're dainty women. I, people, listen to me: genetics, the science of it, however, whatever you believe, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the genetics of it, the way we were created by whatever or or evolution, whatever the case may be, women's bodies are different from men's. That's just the way it is. Yep. They don't have the 
the necessarily muscle mass or the structure. You can get built all you want to, but it's just a different. Y'all have different parts. Women have different parts. They can get more fractured than men. So they don't need to take no crazy ass bumps, but they need to do something. All right. And because last year they didn't do anything with the lab. They all they did was like run into it and money in the bank and get thrown on it, but then nobody got slammed on it. Nobody jumped from it. None of that stuff. And the one on SmackDown was even worse because they didn't do nothing but to try to climb it. I ain't seen a ladder match where people just try to climb the ladder and not even use it since Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels in 92 or 91. That, no. Throwback. Throwback. So this one, it's like, I will be happy. I need Naomi to do a splash to all the women. I need Naomi to be careful. Yes, yes, because she almost died on SmackDown and Aiden English was there to, to save her. But I need her to do like a splash from the top of the ladder or midway ladder onto all the women. I need Ember Moon to hit an eclipse from the ladder. She not doing no damn eclipse off the ladder, man. She it don't, not doing... Who's going to take it, that? It don't... Charlotte. Charlotte is tall enough and can sell it better <coughs> if she does that. And I really think that Ember Moon... She ain't got to get to the top of the ladder, but the middle of the ladder... And okay, all right. That's okay. I, that's more okay. Yeah, like that's you trying to kill the girl. She just got to the main stage. Come I, on. No, I ain't trying to kill her, but, I, I, but you got to show yourself from over a year. And it's like you do you the point of these ladder matches, especially now. Back in the day, the ladder match was you just use the ladder to get up, and then they you know reinvented the match and then you use it as a weapon. But now these women, you use the ladder to your advantage. And you have too many talented women in this matchup not to use this ladder to your advantage. And I'm like, if they're, you know, get some high spots to take out multiple amounts of women or uh, sl- you can even slam them on the ladder. You, I'm not saying they, they have to. I don't want to see the ladies set up a ladder from the barricade to the ring and somebody is, sets up on there and they jump through the ladder. That's not going to work because one, it may not break. Because it may not be heavy right. enough for enough force. We've seen Charlotte throw Sasha do to do a table, and it just did not work. All we got was, you know, a shot full of ass. But we, didn't get, <laughs> but that table did not break. <clears throat> so, some women could be too light for that and not thick enough or heavy enough to break the ladders or anything of that nature. They ain't got to do nothing out crazy like that, but they need to use the ladders a little bit more. And honestly, I was racking my brain about who my pick is going to be, and I thought. I'm thinking Becky Lynch. You think Becky Lynch? I'm thinking See, Becky Lynch. Every time I root for Becky Lynch, she loses, man. Every it, time I if go not ahead, Becky, if not Becky Lynch, maybe Natalia because uh, the Ronda Rousey <laughs> thing that people you yeah. know people may think happen. But right now, honestly, I'm sitting here looking at it. I'm like, there's no way Lana wins. So if Lana's winning it, this is a sham. They, yo, if they, if yo, if Lana, if they really go with that, <laughs> Mister and Mrs. Money in the Bank angle, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip my, I'm gonna flip something. Oh yeah, something's getting broken. I, if they do that shit, I, I can understand that. I, I can't do Naomi because they already gave her the, the, the women's battle royal trophy at the beginning of the year. Right. So, uh, honestly, Sasha Banks with that briefcase can help bring back the boss character and turn her heel like she's supposed to be. Right, yeah, cause I, yeah, I figure whoever whoever wins this, like, except for Becky, whoever wins this is is 
heel. Like a solidified heel, not no tweener or whatever. Um my pick I think my pick is gonna be Sasha. Alright. Yeah, I think Sa- I, Sasha or Natalia. Sasha it's, or Natalia. It's either, it's either between Sasha or Becky Lynch for me. So that's what I'm gonna do. But yeah. As I don't long, got none of them for points though, so I'm good on that. Yeah, as long as they at least give us a twenty plus minute match and they take some risk. I mean y'all y'all fall for this spot, take it. So that's what I think they should do. So uh moving on to the next matchup, which I'm gonna go with the women's championship from SmackDown. And that is Mella Carmella taking My on baby. the Empress of Tomorrow. You know what? Carmella has been excellent. Not good. Excellent on the microphone as a heel. She yep. really gets on my nerves. <laughs> she she really gets on my nerves, but this whole heel look that she got going on, I'm like, you know, it looks good for her. It fits her. It actually makes her look better. Yeah. Yeah. She um, know how to talk, man. She know how to talk. She know how to talk, but it's that ring work. It's just like, okay. Now, logically, on paper, there's no way Oscar should lose this matchup. In reality, even in the confines of, you know, uh, professional wrestling and predetermined stuff that they do in wrestling, Asuka, from her body of work and what she just did in the WWE period, should not lose this match. That's right. But for some weird reason, I have Carmella winning. I, I always had Carmella winning. So, <laughs> I, I, had, I always had Carmella winning. I have Carmella winning maybe from the help of the Iconics. Or no, go ahead. No, either the Iconics or some other woman that's not on the card right now. I see her getting help because the the story she's telling is she knows how dominant Oscar is, but she shows no fear and she knows that she can probably beat her. She has a plan up her sleeve, and I think that plan is the Iconics. Yeah, I see the Iconics. So, do you You think that's going to happen? See, in in a way, the way, the way, the way Carmella get on your nerves, that's how the Iconics beat with me, man. But, uh, I, oh, oh, yeah, I got Carmella winning. Um, I think it'll be a, it'll be an inner, rest, I mean, story-wise, it'll be entertaining to watch. Wrestling-wise, Asuka's going to be doing a lot of work. She's going to carry this match. I'm like, there's no way Asuka should sell (laughs) for that weak-ass super kick that Carmella gives. No way. Her hair shouldn't even move with that super kick. But I digress. Uh, moving on to the next match is Bobby Lashley takes on Sami Zayn. So we okay. s- we seen okay. we seen on Raw that Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn had an obstacle course challenge because you know. Yo. Bobby Lash used to be in the army, and Sami Zayn said he did it in a, in a minute and a half. And it just looked like a legit course, and then so Bobby Lashley comes out, and he just ramsacks. Oh, my God. He is scary, yo. Why, he, why is he that fast? Yeah, yo? bro, he is freakishly scary, and to the point where he was bullshitting at the end to the point where he really could have got this joint done in, like, 30 seconds. Right. So he does it, and he's a... Uh, Pulling up on the monkey bars, showing everybody everything. Then Sami Zayn 
Alright, he attacks the bell. Sami Zayn comes down and attacks Bobby Lashley and gives him a halluva kick. And Sami Zayn swings on the little... Uh, Swinging, yeah. Yeah, on the rope. Being a little... Yeah. Bobby is going to trash Sammy at this pay-per-view. This is going to be... <clears throat> if this isn't a squash match, man, they're not getting no time. They're not getting no time. I want Bobby Lashley to beat the living hell out of this guy, man. Exactly. I, th- I think if Cause you... Because he, he, he's too much smiles, and it's like, look, you need to show how much of a badass you truly are. Right. I'm, I'm mad. They See, and it's crazy because they're both good wrestlers, and I'm mad they put them through this. Like, yo, in this travesty please man just just get it over with because they like from since this like since this feud started like it's been retarded like ridiculous like god the segments have been terrible now this i know this obstacle course was cool though because bobby lashley really that was that was freakishly amazing like i'm not i'm not even gonna hate but i'm just mad that they really thought that these segments were good ideas. I don't know. I, I mean, Bobby I, Lashley. Bobby Lashley is going to destroy him clean. I mean, uh, exa- I I do agree that it should be like a squash. He just to, like to just really just end his life. He should. I thought that the obstacle course was the best segment they had out of all of them because they all you know sucked. What? I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind a double turn. Oh, like Lashley goes heel and Sammy goes face. Yeah, like I wouldn't mind a double turn, like like they just like like it's like all right, Lashley, you, you good, you good, and it's like whoa, like dude, relax, calm down. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, don't see them turn. I, I don't think they're gonna turn Sammy heel at any time. Yeah, I mean, I will say this: if Lashley does go heel, he needs a mouthpiece. He needs well, a mouthpiece. Which I'm gonna call it got fired from AOP. <laughs> So why can't he? People say that Paul Ellery. I'm like, hey, it could be, but you know what? Uh, we don't know just yet because people was thinking about Lashley versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Well, that's not happening. Trust me. So uh, it would have been great, but it's not happening. So yeah, I, I gave up on that idea a, a, a while ago. I mean, everybody probably should have. Uh, but we're gonna move on to a match that I know you're excited about. I already know you excited about and you gonna have your popcorn ray like T.O. say and that is <laughs> Roman Reigns takes on your boy Jinder Mahal Jinder Mahal <laughs> yeah, this is the least I care nothing about this matchup nothing about this matchup Man, I don't care as about much, as much as I love Roman I do love Roman I don't care what nobody says, man. This is uh, this should be in the pre-show, honestly. But they're oh, not putting the big dog in the pre-show. Oh, you're not putting the big dog in the modern-day Maharaja in the pre-show. Now, hold on, though. Hold on, though. I'm not going to completely shit on this because some of the stuff they were doing building up to this match, I enjoy. Like, the, them, them hallway fights were gold, like. Especially when he speared the shit out of him through the wall. Like, that was gold. I don't care. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed the, the whole The build-up has been more entertaining, but it's just like, I don't care. Like, I don't care, but the build-up, I'm not going to lie and act like the build-up was trash. The build-up was amazing. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I thought that the, um, it was okay. I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed the, uh, the backstage fights, but anything after that, 
I'm just was not interested in at all. And I'm like, y'all just stretching this out the best, the longest way you can. Then, of course, this past Monday on Raw, Jinder Mahal sends uh, Samir Singh to face Roman Reigns. He gets his ass beat. And I'm just like, you know, it's, it's kind of messed up that these these Singh brothers were actually wrestlers in the CWC. Yeah, I, I I completely forgot they were wrestlers. They kind of kind of remind me of the Colognes. It's like exactly y'all wrestle like yeah. So I'm where's the like, other Singh brother at? Like he's I'm, injured. Like, this is, I'm not, but like like what did he lose a leg? Like shit. I don't I, know. I think it was that Pujambi prison where he took that fall from the top of it that probably could have injured him, or there's something else that injured him. But yeah, he's been out for a lot of months. I don't know. It could have been an right. ACL tear too. That's what I'm thinking, man. I mean, you know, I'm not a speedy recovery, man, because he he's been gone for a, a while. He has. So. And you know, I'm not going. I'm not going. You know, I'm not. I'm never going to wish nobody out of a job. Like, ha, your brother next. Like, nah, man. Exactly. So. Come back. Come back, man. Come back and get your ass kicked with your brother, man. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, I I have Roman winning. You had the big dog winning. Oh, of course I got the big the big dog. The big dog I have with him. Okay, so now the match that got shitty build but has the potential to uh, be something good, and that's Ronda Rousey takes on Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Championship. Let me, let me open this up now. All right. All right. If you guys have been paying attention to the podcast, I have both of these women on my draft. Now, I know what y'all thinking. Q... You're not getting any points from this. Listen, I wasn't expecting them to have Nia Jack versus Ronda Rousey. I picked them because it's like no, like Nia's the champion. She's not losing anytime soon. Points. Ronda's Ronda. She's not losing anytime soon. Points. What were the odds that this match was going to happen? All right, I my, agree. my segment's over. No, I I agree. And I did not think. First of yeah, all, the and, way and, and just as. Just to save us time, I thought the same thing. I mean, I thought the same thing with AJ and Nakamura, but I'm looking after the feud's over. All right, let's let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Yeah, so I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, well, I hate the way it was with, on NBC on the red carpet. And they all being all buddy buddy. Ronda has right. been sucking on the mic. She's been sucking on commentary. That's just not her steez. However, I did like Ronda this past Monday on Raw. Where they oh, had yeah. to they had to sit down, and she got very very serious. That that's the character she needs to play. That's what works best for her. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, then Nia Jax, she's kind of playing like I'm still the face, but you know I'm kind of arrogant because uh, I'm not scared of you like everybody else is. And then Ronda puts her in the armbar, makes her tap out, and I'm like. I think I kind of like this. Because yeah. at first I was like, okay, so it shows that Nia Jax can tap out, but that's all she does do is tap out. Because she hasn't really... I don't know why we're acting pin- like... See, see, and uh, this is why I love the internet. I'm sorry for cutting you off, but this uh-huh. is why I love the internet. Because as soon as Nia Jax said, arm bars don't work on me, all you see is a bunch of memes of Asuka arm barring her and she's tapping. I'm like... Y'all right, and y'all y'all wrote yourself into a hole with that one. Cause we not gonna right. pretend like arm like she didn't just tap the Oscar like. She tapped uh, the Oscar, and on top of that, she tapped the Becky Lynch, 
at uh, the Survivor Series two years ago, 2017. Oh, see? I, I didn't know that, but there we go. See? No, it was, two, it was 2016. No, Becky Lynch on SmackDown when I was, yeah, 2016, when, yeah, Becky Lynch put an arm bar, she tapped out from that, too. So, yeah, she's tapped out. That's all Nia Jax does to, in losses is tap out. Right. She hasn't been pinned. She just takes the, the loss. I'm just like, so when Nia, when Ronda Rousey, a legit badass, baddest woman on the planet from UFC says, I'm going to tap you out, then fuck yeah. Right. It's also, happened. congratulations, congratulations to Ronda for getting into the Hall of Fame. Yes, congratulations getting in the UFC Hall of Fame. CM Punk will well, not sir. be joining you no time soon. Oh boy, oh boy. He but will... yeah, yeah, uh, boy, Punk, what you doing, man? But uh, but yeah, nah. Um, I didn't like, like you said, like I agree with you. I did not like the way this started. I don't. I still. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna pay attention, but I don't care. I don't care because I did not want this match to happen. I didn't want it. I mean, no time soon. Like, it's so early. It's so early. I did not want this to happen so early. But, um, that last, that last, that last segment of at the go home was crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. I, like, I, I was like, like, I was like, okay, y'all, y'all got my attention now. Like y'all got positive attention now. So who wins the matchup? Nia Jax. No, Ronda wins. Ronda takes that championship. Well, we'll see. Well, yeah, yeah, because going back to the women's money in the bank, like that'll be a storyline. Ronda wins. Natalia cashes in. I'm losing points. I, I see it happening. So. I mean, but it is a possibility. If Nia wins, I see Nia winning dirty. Also, like I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, I could see her winning dirty. You think Ronda Rousey in her if, first singles match takes her first loss? I mean, if it's a dirty loss, she's not gonna look weak, is is she? Because they're, I mean, she's not gonna look. I don't think she'll look weak. If I don't know. I don't know. But, but this the, one, that's why I'm saying this is so confusing. It is, but the question is, so what, what does she do for SummerSlam? You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. The, the question, like, the, the only thing is, okay, if Ronda loses, you know, she's the baddest one on the planet. She ain't going to say, like, well, I had my chance, I lost, and I didn't care. No, I'm the baddest one. Like, you got to be the head of attitude. I'm the baddest one on the planet, and ain't nobody going to take my spot. So you either come back at Extreme Rules and beat uh, Nia Jax, but then you know Ronda's gonna go on there for SummerSlam. They not doing no rematch between her and Stephanie. Makes no sense. Hell no. So I think she's gonna have that championship. I think Nia's just a holdover anyway with the championship. So I think you can get more marketing, especially with her going to the Hall of Fame, uh, USC Hall of Fame. That having having that title with her speaks a lot. All right. So um, I have Ronda winning. Yeah. Oh boy, like this one confuses me, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll see what's going we'll on. We'll see. Have we ever had a toss up? I'm I'm gonna call it a toss up. This is the first nerd coalition toss up. Fair enough, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> next match that we can definitely just blow by, and that is Big Cass takes on Daniel Bryan. Shin um, bone to the dome when your mama ain't home. Um. What they doing? With, what are what are they doing with Big Cass? Huh? I don't when know. I, when I when I pictured a Big Cass heel turn, this isn't what I had in mind. 
this this sort of like suit wearing I think I'm an Italian mobster yeah well first of all but I'm big him feud with Daniel Bryan was a mistake because yeah. he's really not gonna get any wins yeah and yeah I mean god this was whatever make this is gonna make Daniel Bryan look hella strong though it is. Oh, I have cast tapping out again. I mean, if, if I don't think they should continue this feud, but maybe they do, and then cast gets to win here. Yeah, I mean, this is just like like Lashley and Sami Zayn, man. Except cast is trash. Um, finish. Daniel Bryan wins. We don't hear about this no more. I got. I you know what? I agree with you too because I don't want to hear about it no more as well. And uh, like Daniel Bryan needs to focus on going for the belt. You're absolutely right, but go spe- for a belt, a but, belt. No, no, the belt. Because speaking of which, it comes the up. The belt. Yeah, because that comes to my next one, the last man standing match. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. The U.S. title isn't being defended. No, Jeff Hardy is not on this show at all. Oh my god! I just realized that. What are we doing? Uh, look, I'm realizing when you got one one pay per view a month and they're all co-branded now, it's like you don't have room for everybody. So, uh, remember, yeah. at, at Backlash, the tag team titles took a back seat. Yeah, true. So, it's like, at, at Extreme Rules, maybe the women may take a back seat. Well, I doubt that. But, uh, like, maybe the tag team takes another back seat or the mid-card takes another back seat, you know. So, true, there are going to be some, there are going to be people taking back seats. So, Jeff Hardy's not on the show at all. So, but the, the, the title match I'm talking about is the last man standing match. AJ Styles takes on Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, the WrestleMania match was pretty good, but it was, it didn't live up, live up to expectations because this was the dream match, and everybody not know that Nakamura was going to turn heel afterwards. Right. And he has been very, very good as a heel. And Yo, each match that they've heel done... Heel Nakamura is amazing. Heel Nakamura is amazing and very entertaining to watch. So I I'm saying like I um each match they that they had has got a little bit better and better as it's going on. So I'm like okay, this could be for the final f- final thing. And I'm like their no disqualification match was good at Backlash even though it ended in a double even though there should have been no counts, but hey, I digress. Yeah, but now yeah. since there are counts <laughs> Does this end in a novel, uh, another double count? Or, but Paige said, she said in that backstage press conference or that, that, that contract signing, there will be a winner. So, I think there's going to be a winner. So, th- th- there's going to be no winner. There's not going to be no draw or anything. That she said there's going to nope. be a winner. So, nope, there's going to be a winner. Q Flow, who do you think wins? Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura finally takes the belt? Nakamura's taking the belt. Nakamura's taking the belt. SummerSlam, I'm calling it. Triple threat. AJ Nakamura and Daniel Bryan. That will be, wait, you gonna wait till SummerSlam? What about Extreme Rules? Nah, that match is way too big for Extreme Rules. I mean, I agree with you, but then you, you, you gotta have a holdover. Who takes on Nakamura unless Daniel Bryan takes on Nakamura one-on-one at Extreme Rules and then they do the triple threat at SummerSlam? Yeah, because AJ, AJ gonna hold off to his, for his rematch. To be honest with you, oh. if they stuck stuck Samoa Joe in there and made a fatal four way, I'm not mad at him. Man, but uh, not 
see, see, Hill Shinsuke, he's an asshole. So I don't. It's like he and that the whole no speak English thing. I think that'll that'll be fine. You know, as far as cutting promos as a champion. Cause it ain't like he can't complete. Like his English sucks, but I mean, we still know what he's saying most of the time. And then you know, I don't know. Uh, me and you being anime fans, we could kind of, we could kind of, yeah, I mean, yeah. get I mean, what he get I, to the point. I, but, honestly, I can understand Shinsuke better. Than I can understand Oscar. Oh yeah. Oh, by far. Um, yeah. I I got Shinsuke winning. I got Shinsuke winning. I'm just, I mean, that triple threat match, that was just some fantasy booking. Um, I don't, I don't know how it would lead forward, but, uh, yeah, nah, it's time. AJ, AJ has done an amazing job with this championship and I think he earned a break. That's really why I see it. Like, I feel like he's earned a break. I, you know what? I can agree. Cause I'm gonna say if Nakamura don't win it here, what was the whole point of this whole thing? So, right. I have not, I think Nakamura wins it here. I think maybe they do the Brian Nakamura match at Extreme Rules, and then SummerSlam we get the Triple Threat, or we get a Fatal Four Way and stick Samoa Joe in there. Because I'm just like, hey, what's Samoa? If because what's Samoa Joe doing at the Money in the Bank? Nothing. So he needs to come and be dominant, and I think he should do that on SmackDown. He, he, he can make a AJ Nakamura Daniel Bryan Samoa Joe Fatal Four Way. God. That is just That'll be, spelling dream match right there. That 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 got that's the main event right there. That is the main event. I don't give a fuck what Brock Lesnar doing. That that got a main event right there. That's that's an indie darling match right there. Oh yeah. For some reason, I see some. I see Samoa Joe and uh. Oh wait, Bobby Roode's on Raw. Never mind. Never mind. Yes. I was about to say. I feel like them making a bullshit. Just a bullshit feud for the just for the hell of it. Just to give them some work. But I forgot he's on Raw. Never mind. But you know what? Time for the Raw Money in the Bank match, which consists of four from Raw and four you from SmackDown. You mean the males? The yeah, males. yeah, the males. I'm saying, I, I said Raw. <laughs> I said, yeah, the, uh, the males. I'm making sure I got every match out the way, which I did. So, for Raw, we have Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Bobby Roode, and Kevin Owens taking on from SmackDown, The Miz, Rusev, Samoa Joe, and a member from The New Day. Now, which we aren't gonna find out until, until Sunday. Until today, and they go on say it's none of us, and pull a random kid out. No, I'm joking. No, no, please, new name. Be right <laughs> so my question is: first, before we get into the matchup, which member of New Day is going into the matchup? Um, I, I say Big E. Explain to me. Braun Strowman's in the match. And the way he's been getting booked, you're going to need all the power you can get. But that's the thing. This match don't have... You got power, though. You got Rusev. You got Samoa Joe. You got big guys in there. There's only two high flyers in this matchup, and that's Kevin Owens and Finn Balor. You know what? Uh, that's true. And Finn not really like a cruiserweight flyer. Like He just be jumping off shit. Yeah, he, he, but, he does innovative stuff, but he's not really a high flyer to give you them highlights. Yeah, but I mean... I don't know. I don't know. See, Braun Strowman is in this match, and it's pissing me off just because of the way he's been booked the past few days. And it's like, I get it, but God damn. Like, are you yeah. serious? That's why I see Big E. It's just like, I just, I just feel like we need all the power we can get. 
But if it's not Biggie, I don't see Xavier Woods. It's either going to be Biggie or Kofi. You know what? And that was my opposite pick. I'm picking Xavier Woods. Really? Because everybody don't think it's going to be uh, everybody because everybody doesn't think it's going to be Xavier Woods. Here's my thing. That's that's true. I don't. Man, they just lost to the elite. I don't want to hear about it. No, I'm joking. Oh yeah, I gotta watch that video. But uh, here's my thing. And I don't want Kofi in the match if he's not going to win it. If, That's a good point. If Kofi's not going to win the matchup for the New Day, Kofi don't need to be in it. Because Kofi has been in a lot of money in the bank ladder matches. He is the highlight. And I'm like, I'm I'm at this point. I feel like Xavier Woods. I'm tired of Kofi being in these, these ladder matches to be the highlight. Let him actually go in there and win it. And did they ever talk about, you know, wanting to make Kofi champion? And Xavier Woods, That's his goal is to see Kofi Kingston become the world champion and they don't necessarily have to break up but they can do like the shield is doing now like hey i do my own thing you do your own thing but when we need each other we come back to each other type thing so yeah i'm cool with that you know what's crazy i could see i could see some some bullshit heel thing going on and they make it seem like our kofi about to go in but like ko or or, or the miz do some do some bullshit and hurt kofi so Xavier Woods is like, fuck it, I'll go in. Just to trick yeah. the crowd a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. And then the reason why... I just I, want Big E in there to get Braun Strowman out. Like, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't want Braun... I don't care. Call me a hater or whatever. I don't want Braun Strowman to win. I don't care. I don't, I don't care, I, well, well, we'll get to that in, in a couple seconds. I don't think Braun Strowman's winning. But the reason why I don't pick Big E is because... The, the, Sandy, I pick Kofi. I wouldn't want to put him in there if he's not going to win because... Big E, we know he can wrestle. We know, first of all, all the New Day can wrestle. So that's not the yep. problem. But they're in there. It's like you, you build up this whole storyline. And if Kofi or Big E is in the match, they need to win the match. And, I mean, I, I would love the New Day uh, spreading around money in the bank between all three of them. I think that would be actually kind of awesome. But I think this is a time for... Xavier Woods to go out there and show what he's made of. And he hasn't had that many opportunities to show everybody who Xavier Woods, the competitor, is. Because you haven't seen yeah. a lot of his Consequences Creed-style matches that he had in TNA over at WWE. He's a great mouthpiece. He's great on the mic. He has oozing charisma. But the same reason why they picked him and Big E to have that Hell in a Cell match with the Usos because it showed Xavier, like, hey, I see another side of him. I think they may put him in a ladder match, and then if Xavier, I mean, when Xavier doesn't win, it's just like, hey, Xavier showed off that he can do this stuff. He can he keep up with the big boys. That can actually give the New Day a push, opposed to putting Kofi and Big E in there to the point it's like, okay, if they don't win, this is kind of a waste of time. Nah, that's, very, that's actually very good. Uh, yeah. Analysis right there because I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah, so the, that's why I had I have Xavier was going in the match, but overall winning this matchup, I I understand how you feel about Braun Strowman. You don't want him to win. I mean, I think it'll be kind of cool, but it'll be kind of weird him carrying a briefcase. But if, if the new day don't win it, because like I said, it gotta be the Miz. It gotta be the Miz. Oh yeah. I think it's going to be The Miz or Kevin Owens. And everybody knows why. 
because I need my points. I mean, well, you know what? The Kevin Owens will be kind of kind of different too. I would like to see Kevin Owens actually try to uh, win that matchup. I'm not even mad at him for you know trying to win that matchup, but uh, it's or even Samoa Joe could win the matchup as well. But I think I don't see. Go ahead. I, that that's. That'll be kind of weird, though. Because it has to be between Joe, I mean, uh, Owens and The Miz, because they've both been taking the pinfalls in the recent weeks. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, they have not been picking up wins here. And usually, if somebody's going to win money in the bank, they get booked like that before the event. Baron Corbin did last year. And so did Carmella, and they ended up winning it because they, they took a lot of losses. So since Kevin Owens and The Miz took a lot of losses, I'm going to go with The Miz winning here because that is going to egg on the feud. Because, look, peep this. What if they do the same exact storyline with Daniel Bryan but with The Miz? <clears throat> Say Shinsuke Nakamura wins the belt from AJ Styles and Money in the Bank. And then... And Extreme Rules, he faces Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan doesn't win. But at SummerSlam, it's that Fatal 4-Way or Triple Threat. Daniel Bryan wins. And The Miz cashes in on Daniel Bryan, just like Randy Orton did back in 2013 on Daniel Bryan. Beats Daniel Bryan. Wins the championship. That even adds more heat to their rivalry. That they have See, to I, was gonna say, I was going to say, I was going to say, what if that happens at Extreme Rules and lead up? Because that'll be a... That's a that's gonna be a a, a high rank match. That's that's a top tier match right there. Exactly. With some, you know, yeah, you know, SummerSlam being summer summer's WrestleMania. Like, why not have but that match there? Because they want to have it at WrestleMania. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I, I, I think they, I think they want to have Miz and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Now, the, the few don't need the belt, but honestly, I really feel as though that 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 could happen. And the Miz is the one that cashes in on Dan Bryan, and it, it gets all that heat. Yeah, all that heat. So I really think that will be uh, an idea. Or if they don't go that angle and they say, "Hey, the Miz and Dan Bryan don't need these kind of gimmicks in their storyline. They can just go bare bone to it." Fine. Then my next one runner up is either Braun Strowman or Samoa Joe. If it's Samoa uh, Joe, if it's Samoa Joe, he enters some. If he, if it's Samoa Joe, that's the only way because you can't be this dominant and you know uh, talk about Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and how you want to dominate SmackDown and put everybody on notice if you lose it. So if uh, Samoa Joe wins it, I see that that's how my Fatal Four Way scenario can happen at SummerSlam, and he wins the uh-huh. wins the championship there. Braun Strowman, on the other hand, uh. He only had one match with Brock Lesnar, and he kind of probably would, would like a rematch with him. But I don't think they have confidence in doing a one-on-one match with him and Brock Lesnar again. So I can see it him injecting himself as a triple threat match at SummerSlam between Brock and Roman if that match was to happen. So that's where I'm kind of leaning to. My overall pick is The Miz, but that's what I'm leaning to when it comes to The Miz money in the bank. Okay. Um... Nah, uh, like I said, I got I got the Miz or Kevin Owens. Um, I, I mean that's point wise. Uh, story wise, it definitely should be the Miz. Um, the Miz has a way of giving like things that don't have a lot of meaning meaning. 
Like he 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 made the IC title prestigious, and you know, thank goodness Seth Rollins has it because he's doing the same exact thing. Like it's just like carried over. I feel like he'll he'll make this Money in the Bank prestigious. First off, I think he's gonna change the design if he wins. It's gonna have that. It's gonna say Money in the Bank, but it's gonna have that Miz. Yes, that'll be yeah, that'll be good, man. That will be Um, good. Change that terrible ass color too, man. Um, Yeah, I don't don't like the green for no. I like go back to the gold. Yeah, yeah. Um, No, I see. I see. Yeah, I could definitely see the Miz winning, but. I'm gonna just be biased because I got two picks. I got two people. Two of my people are in there, so I'm gonna say the Miz or Kevin Owens. I agree with that, and I, you know those, those those are strong answers. So I'm not quite mad at that one. But guys, that is our Money in the Bank review. That was our complete review. So make sure you guys go check both these shows out tonight: NXT Takeover uh, Chicago on. Uh, W Network and Sunday starting at 7 special start time because it's a 4 hour pay-per-view so buckle in for Money in the Bank uh, 2018 on June uh, 17th it is so yeah so we kind of down the days but guys that's going to be end for our podcast all, that's all we're going to talk about t- uh, this week on the podcast and like I said so make sure you guys if you listen to us on YouTube make sure you subscribe down and Give us your thoughts. If you want to contact us and talk to us more, if you listen to us on the end uh, on the podcast, ask. Make sure you email us at therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com. Once again, that's therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com. Spelled C O A L I T I O N. And uh, like I said, make sure you guys check us out on Spacious Productions. That is their website, and check out their Market Dark show on there as well. And if you listen to us on YouTube, we have the podcast apps for Android, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Speaker, all that great jazz. Or if you're just using YouTube Red, enjoy that as well. Make sure you support the man, the myth, of reality, Qflow, Photo Rookie, on all his music that's on SoundCloud. Uh, who makes the music for the channel? So Qflow, please let them know where they can listen to your music. Um, you can listen to it at uh, SoundCloud.com. Slash Q underscore flow F L O fifty eight and uh yeah uh not really doing any new music because I'm I'm working on something special for uh the rest of twenty eighteen going into twenty nineteen so um just be on the lookout for that uh that's about it if you're in the Philly area um just you know a little shameless plug July eighth I'll be doing another little concert uh. If you um, I'll put the links. I'll put all the links in the description. Cause uh, I mean not in the description, in the uh, comment oh. section. Okay. Cause uh, yeah. Cause if you fo- yeah, if you follow the um Instagram page, which I need to keep putting the uh, I mean not the Instagram page, the uh, YouTube group. I mean the Facebook group. Yeah. If you join the Facebook group, you'll find a lot of yeah, cause you can interact with us and all that. So. Yeah, that, that's great. You'll so- find more information on that. So yeah, join. Yeah, don't forget to join the Facebook group. Uh, yes, exactly. Th- th- thank you for the plug. It's not shameless at all. We need plugs like that. So, yeah, that's what's going to be down. I already told y'all that we're going to have a couple of the pre-recorded podcasts on as we're getting closer and closer to the wedding. So, that's what's going to be good there. So, uh, we-, we are counting down the days, and we are almost Oh, there. yeah. So, the Nerd Coalition wedding. All right. That's damn sure what's going to be like. So, uh, once again, this is NC in the place to be. Channel 20, Mr. Andy. 
And of course, Q Flow for the rookie, the man, the myth, the reality. Take it easy, everybody. I know. And uh, as you know, you always got to do, you got to turn it down and take it out for the ladies for us on this one. For the ladies. For the ladies. So uh, there we go, guys. Uh, and we'll talk to you next time. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.